Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. Holy cow. This is an episode we've been waiting to do for a long time. Very long time. I, we, we never knew when it was going to happen. And then we never knew when we were going to get to talk to the person. And everything has come together. Oh, my gosh. So I'm a terrible secret keeper anyway. Um, so it's been a real struggle over the last few months. All of us around here knowing that we have this person joining our network. Her podcast is coming to our network. Her whole brand is coming to her at mm-hmm. um, new website, new everything. Um, group text with Melissa Rivers is her podcast, and it is now on the Herd App Media Network. And we're so happy and lucky um, that she's here, Melissa. We are. Thank you for taking the time to come on our podcast today. Um, we appreciate it very much. I'm very happy to be here. This is fantastic, but I got to ask, what is over your right shoulder? This is a gift. <laughs> it caught my eye immediately from Pat. He he made everyone in our office. Pat candles. Well, actually, let's be honest. His wife made Pat candles. Oh my God. So, because he was coming out here to help me technically do a bunch of stuff. So he brought, so we always have him with us. <laughs> wow. I, and the, the back of the candle, because, um, you know, your book just came out. You guys, you were on tours, your book tour, and you just moved and everything was stressful. So I'm like, I need to get a candle. I think it says calm on the back of it. I think so. Yeah. So when you get, guys get stressed out, just light your Pat candles. Yeah. What does it smell like, Pat? Uh, citrus, maybe? I don't know. Mm. Whatever. Mm. Whatever. Whatever is calming. What's a Pat smell like? It uh, kind of smells... No, it's sort of vanilla-y. That's right. I'm pretty vanilla. Yeah. Pretty I'm, vanilla, I'm dude. A, I'm a pretty vanilla. <laughs> I'm a basic bitch. Yeah, there you go. And, he's, and he's, look at that. He's with my books and my son. And I know. mean, that's a big deal. That's yeah. You've got a place of honor. Yeah, wow. I, I, I feel very honored. <laughs> you Thank should. You. Um, that is fantastic. Well, we, um, you know, making a huge announcement today that uh, Group Text, your podcast, yes. is now on the Herd At Network, Yay. and we're super excited about that. Yeah, it's I'm, been a long time in the making. Yes, I am very excited. It's taken us a minute to get organized, and now we are, and I am thrilled to be a part of Herd At. That's fantastic. We're, we are, we're really excited about the whole deal. And I love your podcast too. I was trying to explain it to somebody. I said, it's like, it's like eavesdropping at a restaurant on some people. <laughs> know a lot of people. I said, it's just, it's fascinating. Cause you may not know everybody they're talking about, but they, it's like, you guys know everybody. Well, it's, and, we, I don't, I just make sure I sound like I know everybody. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a trick. <laughs> It's awesome. It's, you know what it's about? It's just about actually if you're interested in what the person is saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also make sure, you know, I do my homework. Important. Very, Very important. Very. It shows. It shows. Well, it really does. You've been, doing it, you've been doing it for a long time. So it's like second nature. As long as you have the info, you could carry a conversation with anybody. Yeah. Make them interesting. Yeah. Well, that's because a lot of people bore me. So I learned to make make myself interested. I always love when somebody says the quiet part loud. I always love that. (laughs) Yeah, my inside voice pops out a lot. I don't know where I get it from. Mm -mm. No, I've never seen anything like it. No, It's it's kind of ironic that recording this today and then last night your book showed up at my house. I know. You sent me a picture. I was so excited. 
Yeah, I was very excited too. And the timing is perfect. And we it, we ordered it, I think, what, two months ago? Yes. And it finally showed up. And I'm like, what the heck did I order? Was I drunk? Well, I'm sure that Amazon thought you were because you ordered a book. Right. Well, but yeah. <laughs> first time that's popped up on his order history. Uh, somebody hacked Pat. <laughs> Let's go well check. I don't think he's okay. <laughs> no, definitely. I would love to take a look at that too. I will borrow it from you. Pat. You can borrow it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, and I, mean, I, need, I need the numbers. Order it. Right. Yeah. Put, it on, put it on Pat's account. Yeah. And okay, so when you were telling me when I was there, and this is like a, a kind of a weird Amazon, not a hack, but like insider stuff. If you are like own a business and you're like, I want to buy everybody on my staff a copy of the book. If you buy it on one order, it counts as one book. One That's book. BS. For the, like the New York Times bestseller list and all that, they count it as one. So my friend Michelle went back. She had already ordered eight and then went back and ordered eight again, but one at a time. Yeah, that's a good friend. That's a, that's a really good friend. friend. Yeah, that so is. She, yeah, she's like, oh, I'm just going to give it, you know, give it out. But she, when she found out about that, she actually went back and ordered them one at a time. Good for her. Good <laughs> that's for a her. good friend. Know. That is and, a great and friend. And it makes sense, though, that that's the way they do it. Because no, it doesn't. People would, people would, come on. <laughs> no, it would. doesn't. It's awful. <laughs> Are you kidding? Because I have friends, like some of my mom's friends went on and ordered a whole bunch to, oh. to either be supportive or they're going to give them to people yeah. or one of the old gangs and I'll do all the ordering and we'll distribute, you know, wh whatever it was. And I'm like, oh, so-and-so ordered 10. And then it's like, that counts as one. See, you guys are pure of heart. There are others out there that do it with for nefarious reasons. I would have done it for nefarious reasons if I hadn't <laughs> found that out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just did a book signing and um, it's one of the bookstores that reports to the New York Times. It's all a big ruse, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, can you fake the numbers a little? You know, I'm like, no, we can't. They have morals. But I was already asking them to fake the fake the numbers. <laughs> It never hurts to ask. No, never hurts. to no. ask. That's got to be going on a book tour, like over and over being asked the same questions. And I'm sure, you know, you're happy to promote the book. But after a while, you're like, oh, my God, I don't want to answer these same questions again. But, you know, it's part of the job. And I look at it very often from the other side also, because I've been fortunate enough to be on both sides of, as we say, of the of, of the velvet rope. Mm -hmm. um, it's my job to promote and answer these questions and it's their job to ask them because not everybody's watching the same things. So it's really every it's a very symbiotic relationship. That's and looking at it at, from that perspective, um, it, it is part of the job. And, and it's it's frustrating sometimes because over the years when we talk to somebody that was famous and would come on to promote something and you could tell that they were irritated or bored. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. We're just in Omaha and asking a few questions here. And, you know, and I'm, I'm sorry we didn't catch your mm -hmm. other interviews, um, but our people want to know, too, what's going on. And, and then you have others who are really excited about every answer they give every time they say. You know, but part of like, the job is also sounding excited. And when my yeah. mom and I would do these, you know, these press tours and you these satellite media tours, she, we would be like she would always be like after like the 10th time of the same, which is, you know, that's a really good question. And she would always like put something in front of it <laughs> to sort of get the annoyance out. Like, God, you know, you're the first one today that's asked that. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be similar to, and we've talked about this too, Pat, performers when you go to see your favorite singer. 
and you had that one song that brought him to the party and you're just waiting for him to sing it. Right. And then did, did they decide, you know, we're going to do all new stuff tonight. You know, oh. you're like, no garbage, but no, but, uh, singers and stuff like that. They talk about that. They, their songs that are on their playlist or set list or whatever it is when they're performing that they know they have to do. And they're like, if I ever have to do this again, I'm going to just kill somebody. <laughs> I can't imagine like after having a song for 20 some years and having to play it 300 yeah. times a year, you get a little sick of it after a while. Yeah. But the smart ones know that's why everybody's there. Mm-hmm. Open with a hit end with a hit. Yep. Exactly. It's, it's not, it's just, it's just like, just, just take your medicine. Yeah. Swallow the yeah. pill, take the medicine and then go play. But yeah, that's all you got to do. Right. But, you know, but again, as performers, they have to sound super excited to be playing that for the 700th time yeah. in 18 <laughs> months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not easy. It no, is not easy, but it's part of the job. Mm-hmm. And you're getting paid per- handsomely for the yes. job. Yes, I could fake anything for the amount of money that Garth Brooks makes. Like, I couldn't <laughs> kick the smile off my face every night if I was him. Oh, Playing me too. Sports. Yeah. You want to hear Friends in Low Places again? Here right? we go. Done. Thunder rolls. Let's Thunder go. Thunder rolls. Let's do it. <laughs> Everyone, all together now. We uh, went, uh, Beth and I went and saw Walker Hayes when he was in town uh-huh. a couple months ago. And he, like, embraced his fancy-like song so much, he played it three times. Played it once, played it uh, in the beginning acoustic, and at the end, wrapped it up again. It's like, well, hey, you know, that's why people came to see fancy-like. I and mean, he's awesome anyway. Exactly. But, he get, but let's see, 20 years from now, he's not doing it three times. Three, right? well, three times is a little excessive. I'm Applebee's sure Applebee's was like, yes, do it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so as far as your, your book tour, as far as doing any, any book signing, are you getting out of California? Are you going to some other locations? What's what's the plan? Just did New York. Normally you would do like all the big cities, but now, you know, that's almost become a thing of the past. Yeah. Since COVID. Yep. Since COVID, you know, people Uh still don't want to be in these huge crowds and, and things like that. So you're happy if anybody shows up. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And more and more are starting to, but it's, it's but then, then right. It seems like when people start dipping their toe, then you have another headline and they're like, oh, okay, maybe I'll wait just a little bit longer. And I just want to see people get back to being with other people. Just being normal. I know it. Someone, uh, someone made a, a really good point. I forget what I was watching. And they talked about, we all have to start to accept that there is a new normal. Like mm-hmm. we all have to sort of take the beat and go, stop living looking backwards because it will ne- it won't be like that for a long long time nope and and honestly i mean things always change you know we just talking about like how you grew up um, as, as kids, we were talking about some of the things that you used to do when you were kids and take off in the morning, didn't have cell phone. Um, mom might know where you were. Mom knew you were with her friends, you know, or, or what was going on. And that doesn't happen anymore. No. That's unacceptable. Right. Um, so it's just like, Things do evolve, and maybe it was forced this time, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, we're all kind of over it. I think so. Oh though. my god, so COVID fatigued. Oh yeah. my god. Um, yeah. I saw that you're just on the View. Um, are you friends with all those ladies? Define friends. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. Tiptoeing. Uh, just like <laughs> no acquaintances. Yes. Okay. okay there Again, you go. So I've like- known I've known Joy for years, but she was you know friends with my mom and she's really good friends with my really close with my writing partner. I know joy, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't met, I had never met a couple of the new ones, but like, I'm a huge Anna Navarro fan. 
and I think I've met her twice, but I was so excited to see her. Is the te- is a is backstage because you read all these headlines that the backstage of the view is there's just tension and people aren't getting along and there's arguing and fighting. Is that really the case? <laughs> um, again, it wasn't with this group, but it's there's not any more hanging out backstage. The, yeah. the point, protocols are completely different because that backstage area was you could see all the crazy going on back in the day. I can only imagine. I mean, you've heard about it. You know that that was that was going on. And and also there was an intention also to definitely put people together that rubbed each other the wrong way. And probably they would pass in the halls and there would be some bristling, so to speak. Yeah. Oh, of, of, of course there would be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as a producer, you put together people that are going to make good TV. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. well, like The Bachelor and Bachelorette, they put that show together all the time just so this stuff happens just so the drama happens that makes headlines that's of, smart of course that's just good producing because nobody wants to watch everybody kind of agreeing and getting along that's boring nope nope that's no fun to watch at all um so tell us who's going to be coming up on your podcast who's going to be coming up on my podcast that's what, who's a, on your who's on your wish list oh my wish list uh i have a weird wish list mark Marin would be on my wish list okay. um you know, any of the comedians, Chappelle would be on my wish list. Obviously, Chris Rock would be on my wish list. Um, I, I, there's, there's just yeah. so many actually interesting people in the world. Absolutely, I, you know, and you just, you just reminded me when you said Chris Rock and, and Chappelle and those guys. Gilbert Gottfried had passed away. Yeah. Um, and and this year has been just sad. Betty White, Saget. You know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's just like. I found a picture of Bob Saget, Gilbert Gottfried, and Louis Anderson together at an mm. event that was being held in my mom's honor. And that mm. picture made me so sad. So sad. Oh, oh, man, it gives me goosebumps. Isn't that, I mean, it's just, it's it's incredible because that's just like a whole, that, that's just such a serious part of a lot of people's growing up, you know, the, the comedy that you watched and you heard and influencing other comedians and other performers. Absolutely. But that picture, I'm just like, are you kidding me? All three of these within a couple months, like this yeah. is crazy. And Gilbert, I understand he left behind a wife and two children. I think it was. Yes. Yes. And he was the sweetest man. He was so you know- different than his persona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what a lot of people said that and I can't remember who it was that mentioned him in particular. They said they went they when they saw him when they were young, that it that performance changed them. It did just changed the way they perceived uh, the whole performance. And I think it with all those guys, actually, you think about their stage performance, and then the way they were off stage, their private life was completely different. And I think that's probably true for a lot of people. Um, and understanding that there's that persona that they put out there and they just they just slide into that suit so well. Right. I mean, I obviously grew up with that. Yeah. With my mom. Yeah. But what always amazes me is when people, um, it's more with actors and actresses. They're like, oh my God, I love them. They're so nice. And you're like, no, they are horrible human beings. <laughs> you don't get it. They have nothing to do with the perception of them. They're terrible. They're <laughs> mean. They don't tip. You know, there's some that are notoriously mean drunks. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, no, they're not the girl next door. Nice job for the PR department should get a tip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that news and I was just like, man, that's just too many this year already. And um, 
And you're right. Uh, every one of them too soon. Betty White, I'll even still go say too soon. Not too too soon. soon. I mean, sorry. she was what? Almost 100. I don't want to live to be 100. And my, I, mother, only, right? my, my, my mother always said, you don't want to outlive all your friends and be like the last man standing. Like yeah. that's just depressing. Right? That's the one that stays at the party too late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time to leave. <laughs> yeah, that would be sad. Be no friends, no family. Your family's moved and you're just sitting there. Yeah. Well, you have younger friends, maybe younger family. Of course. My mom had a lot of younger friends, but you always think about it. These people who live to be like 100, they've outlived their families. God, no, I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. 100's a, a good run. <laughs> um, when I was out there, it was the day before, a couple days before with the the slap, the Will Smith slap deal. Oh, okay. Um, what what would your mom have said about that situation? She would have said, thank you for the new house. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was, she wasn't involved in it? She just witnessed it. Like what would, what would her she take She would be horrified. It? Yeah. She would be horrified. It's just on so many levels, so unacceptable and setting a precedent that is so unacceptable, especially for comedians. Without a doubt. Without it, because I'm sure, well, like, I'm, and I've heard several of the jokes, but a lot of people have made mention of that, that when you walk in to do your, to do your routine, you're just like praying. It's like, okay, I'm going to do comedy. So nobody hit me because that, that's all I'm doing. And, and honestly, I, I just, I'm not sure if I agree with the punishment because I don't know if it really was a punishment. Oh, you're saying it wasn't enough. Well, wasn't enough. Oh, that's interesting. Cause everyone's like 10 years. Like, first of all, they're probably like, Yes, 10 years, I don't have to sit through it. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Um, First thing I thought, because I thought you, because it's expected when you're at a certain level that you're going to be a part of this and you're, you know, the decorum and you have to take part. And it was like, yes. I'm oh, off the hook for 10 years. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be-, be there if they're not, unless they're nominated or presenting. And he can still be nominated. He can still be nominated. He can still win. The other thing is, why Chris Rock is not following your show to know that you have alopecia. It's incredibly egotistical to assume that everybody knows everything about you. I never assumed anybody knows anything. I go up and people will, I'll introduce myself. Hi, I'm Melissa. And they'll be like, we know. I'm like, I'm not going to live a world where I assume these things right it's not fair to put that pressure on other people no because the alternative to that is don't you know who i am (laughs) and by the way i can't remember anybody so it's basically you know (laughs) saving my own ass that's exactly that's that's, i live by that it's like i'm just going to introduce myself and then they'll say don't you remember we met oh i'm so sorry when we go into beth and i go into parties what before you even walk in the door like if i introduce you to or if if somebody comes up and introduces you themselves to you it's because i don't remember who they are i have no clue and i should yeah so just help me if i don't say their name it's because i can't remember it Mm -hmm. right and introduce yourself and ask them their name yes (laughs) you'll be helping yes please i went through that with my son with a with a friend of ours from college who had a nickname in college that he was fine with, but is not necessarily PC now. So a bunch of us whose kids were meeting and we're like, we were agonizing. Like, what do we say? What do we say? What do we say? What name do we use? And I'm like, I'll take the bullet and introduce him as Mr. So-and-so thinking he'll say, Oh no, you know, call me 
whichever name he wanted to be using. And so I go up and I go, Cooper, this is Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson, this is my son, Cooper. And our friend goes, hi, nice to meet you. I'm like, that's not how this was supposed to go. (laughs) And finally, I'm like, what do you want him to call you? Right. (laughs) You know, but it was hilarious because I was just like, that's, I was taking the bullet. Like, I am making my son do this so all of us can get an answer. And it's like, please, Mr. I just you just want to say, read the room. Yeah. Obviously, say, I need a little help. Can you help me out here? Yeah, yeah say, no, uh, hi, nice to meet you. Call me. You Don't call me by my last name. We're not that formal. Call me bleh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did not pick up on that. Not even close. <laughs> and you watch awesome. like six people go, shit. I <laughs> still don't know what to call you. We still don't know what our kids are allowed to call you. <laughs> that's awesome uh, melissa thanks for giving us so much time this morning we're um so happy that group text is now on the herd at media network and uh just wanted to say that i've told many people this i'm the worst secret keeper by the way so the fact that i didn't spill anything it's you know so my little inner, inner circle i've been telling them that your your house in general and the, and the people you have around you wendy sabrina you guys it's such your house is filled with such laughter and such it's so it's such a fun place to be. Um, and it's just, every time I go, it's like, it just, it just makes me happy to hang out with you guys and that happy that we're all working with you and get a, get a grow our relationship with your show. And you guys, it's just really exciting. Well, I am so happy to be part of the herd at family. You guys have made me feel so wanted and have been as Sabrina would say, user friendly. Ah. <laughs> That's very nice. Yeah. Very, she's like, they're yeah. Good. and Wendy, you're, you just got name checked. She just said, Oh, Oh, in a good way. She didn't. She didn't give that that look, right? That no, she did. One. She goes, "Oh, I'm like in a good way." She's like, "Oh, oh, okay, good." That's no, good as thing. in we're nice to work with. She said, "Oh, oh. that's oh. wonderful." <laughs> <laughs> with the candle guy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. They, by the way, Sabrina and Wendy have the candles on their desk too. That's oh awesome. God. We have a little bit of Pat all over our house. Oh, yeah. That'll be the title of this episode, too. A little bit of Pat all over this house. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, thank you very much. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. So cool to get to talk to Melissa Rivers. I didn't think we'd get more than five or ten minutes, um, to be honest. And it was was so much fun. Could her teeth be more white? (laughs) I didn't want to smile. She made me... So you're like, every time we were talking, you covered your mouth. I I wonder why you were doing that. (laughs) (laughs) No... Yeah, that was so cool. fun, though, that I love I love the whole setup that she has going on. And uh, it looked great, sounded great. It's going to be a lot of fun. There are some people there are some people that we, that we work with in, in general, just we have for the last 25 years, you interact with people that are famous. And some of them are extremely difficult. And those are the ones that really aren't very famous. And her iconic name, she's a star. And mm-hmm. they're the her whole team are the easiest to work with and the best to work with. Well, I'm it's just say- amazing. It's probably because, like she said, and, and her mom was the same way, that's her job. Mm-hmm. It's not, she's, in her mind, the fame thing is a part of the job. It's, and it's not like some people live in the fame and she just knows she, that's just, that goes yeah. with it. That's just part of it. Yeah. And um, I just, yeah, she's down to earth and that, that's, that's probably the reason why she had, well, she had also great parents. Um, you know, and, and, uh, keep your, 
<laughs> probably keeping uh keeping your head on you know keeping your head on straight and uh paying attention and and you can just you can just tell i mean uh both of them were that way yeah and just very very real and she continues to be like that which i just think is phenomenal yeah um i can't I, and hopefully we get to talk to her again that's awesome yeah super awesome um, so we want to thank centrist federal credit union for being our partners on our podcast days like this they're really glad i'm thinking right. um, <laughs> and days like when i call them because i am going to market the pat candle and the wing gloves so i'm gonna i'm gonna be hitting them up for a business loan i think um i'm, mm -hmm. I'm smelling both of those no pun intended uh, huge hits. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, so I'm gonna, they might I'll, want in. They I'll just, might want a piece of it. I guarantee. What do you mean, might? Um, I'm they. <laughs> I'm going to go to their website and look that up. It's centristfcu.org and see uh, what business loans are like. Right, Centris mm -hmm. Federal Credit Union on their website. Also, they do have a blog there. Ton of great information, depending on whatever your situation is or what you're trying to figure out. And if you can't find it in the blog, call that local number and talk to somebody that's right here in Omaha. 402-334-7000. That is that local number that Very we were good. just talking about. So thank you, Centris. <laughs> uh, and all the information on Melissa's, uh, the group text podcast that is now part of the Herd at Media Network, it's in our description. You go to herdatmedia.com and check out the whole network. Thanks for listening. Pat and JT Podcast, a Herd at Media production.